Hello and welcome back to the Squeak and Shout Show with me, your host Sam, and of course a big welcome if this is your first time here. I am here to bring you all the product-based knowledge that I have in order for you to get more sales and grow a happy customer base, whether that's on social media and all the other places that you can build an online audience. That is what this podcast is all about. Now, in today's podcast episode, to continue our kind of Christmas slash holiday prep series, we're going to be talking all about whether it's the right decision for your business and for you to create holiday inspired or Christmas specific products. Because it's not a set yes or no for each business or each person. There are a lot of factors to consider. So my aim for this podcast episode is to help you decide if it's right for you or not. If it's right for your business, if it's right for you. And obviously this is quite topical right now. Because as the holidays draw nearer, and I'm I'm filming, I'm not filming, I'm recording this podcast episode in mid-September. Um you obviously should, as if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, be finalising now, mid-September, finalising your holiday sales and marketing plan. Because probably end of September, definitely October, things are going to be starting to get busy. And this is especially important right now, 2020, as I record this. Obviously, we have a global pandemic and everything is being affected, whether it is shipping, you know, you name it. People are going to be buying for the holidays earlier. We're going to have to be shipping earlier. Like, you just need to have everything ready and finalised so that you can focus on selling, possibly making, um, during those busy periods when people are buying things rather than working out your social media content or planning what products you're going to create. And so, obviously, part of this episode is going to help you decide whether Christmas items are right or not for your business. And just a PS, if you haven't yet created your holiday sales and marketing plan, then check out my last podcast episode, episode 37, for an overview of how to create one if you've never done it before. So that being said, as part of your holiday sales and marketing plan, obviously, which we're talking about, you should be planning, but finalising any new products that you're going to create for this holiday season as well as obviously scheduling, scheduling, that sounds better, scheduling and creating the content for those new product launches. Because like I say, the holiday season gets so busy and so chaotic that you can't do that in the moment. Like you've got to do it now before the holiday season arrives because you won't have time if you try and do this in October, November. Like there's just not enough time. You will be so stressed, so burnt out, and I don't want you to get that way. Like I say, you can listen to some of the other podcast episodes in this series. This is how I felt my first year, and it's been the thing ever since that I don't want to be the same, so I have a whole plan that I follow, and this is obviously now part of the series, helping you not be the same way as well. So, like I say, if you haven't created your holiday sales and marketing plan, check out the last episode too, but... Part of that is obviously going to be knowing if you're going to be creating new products and obviously what those new products are going to be. So this is what we're going to be talking about today. Now also, mid-September as I record this, this is also the time where you might already start to feel the pains of comparisonitis or FOMO because right now, especially on Instagram, my Instagram feed right now, like I say, it's September, is already starting to be filled with all the beautiful Christmas product launches or Christmas products 
and yes it's September that might be early but like I say I think 2020 it's going to be a little bit different we're going to have to be on the ball even more because of all the other factors going on um, and also it's just good to get the products out there because you need to be seen you need to be heard you know even as a small business you need to make a big noise with your marketing and obviously so part of that is also being one of the first to showcase things because especially if people are starting to think about Christmas they're going to remember the first things that they see or you're going to stand out in the feed if you are doing Christmas things and everyone else hasn't even thought about it yet so again reminder create your holiday sales and marketing plan if you haven't it's no good waiting until after Halloween that is way too late believe me I know how it feels so yeah you've got to be on the ball you have got to be on the ball so like I say I'm already starting to see in my Instagram feed, I'm seeing so many wonderful, beautiful Christmas items, whether it is decor. So I have a wonderful um, student called Jacqueline who literally, her business is making holiday inspired um, decor items. So whether that is Halloween or Christmas, like she does it all year round and it's amazing. So obviously my feed always has her wonderful items in it. And I know she listens to the podcast, so you got to shout out Jacqueline. Um, but I'm also seeing loads and loads of other people talk about like Christmas boxes or advent calendars, or even again, just if they do like patterns and things, again, getting people to think about Christmas now, especially if, it, if it's something that you sell that for other people to make, people have got to have the time to make those. So it'll depend on your business but Christmas is definitely taking over my feed right now anyways back on topic so yeah reminder create your holiday sales and marketing plan but anyway let's get back on topic as you start to see everyone else creating these beautifully holiday inspired or Christmas specific products you'll no doubt start to feel panicky and rush to create your own without really considering if it's the right thing for your business or not or if it's even commercially viable or not. Because holiday inspired or Christmas specific products aren't suitable for everyone and for everyone's business. So what I wanna do in this episode is obviously help you decide if it is right for you. Um, hopefully I do that by the end of the episode. And of course, as usual, I'll give you some tips, tricks, and just ideas really. So before I kind of get into whether, like how to decide if it's right for you or not, I think it's quite important to quickly talk about kind of some of the pros and cons of creating or having holiday inspired or Christmas specific products. Um, Because if you've never done it before, it might just be something that you don't know about. So some of the pros for creating like a seasonal product, and obviously I'm I'm basing this around Christmas because this is what we're talking about. Um, So pro number one, is it's on trend, it's topical, because obviously there's a seasonal factor involved. Um, so this obviously can mean that they get picked up, they can be newsworthy, they create a buzz, you know, all the factors. And of course they can be something that's like a one-time use or they can be special and sentimental keepsakes. So for instance, I mentioned Jacqueline, she creates Christmas decorations and ornaments and decor and all the things. So that's like a keepsake. That's something that is gonna be really part of someone's Christmas. Like it's gonna come out every year, but that it will depend on your business. Like mine in my business, and I'll talk more about this later, mine are like a one-time quick use kind of thing. So it depends on your business. But the pro is because they're seasonal, they're on trend they obviously are, are something people are interested in right now 
And because, like I say, they're on trend or topical, this makes them newsworthy. It makes them eye-catching. Like I say, right now in my Instagram feed, this is what's catching my eye. Um, so you can create a real buzz around these seasonal products. Um, so for instance, you know, every year people create gift guides um, and you can be featured in those. Now, top tip, people create these gift guides in like summer. And especially if you want seasonal products stocked in the shops, if it's a bigger shop, obviously, you know, depending on the size of the shop. But if it's a big shop, like a big, big shop, you, they're even looking like last Christmas at what they're going to stock this Christmas. So don't fall into the pit holes again of leaving it too late if those are like the aspirations and goals that you have. But they do well. So and of course, another the last pro really, like I say, this is only a very simple overview list. But the last pro I'm going to mention is they have these seasonal products that if you want to create them or not, but just seasonal products in general, have a sense of urgency to them. Customers know that if they want them, they need to buy them now because they're only available for a short time period. And again, that will depend on the type of product that you create. So again, if it's like Jacqueline, she's selling them year round. Um, again, she's making, she's hand making things. So people know that if they want it for this Christmas, they've got to get in early because she's got to make it. She's got to ship it. And, you know, again, if people leave it too late, they're going to miss it this Christmas. They're going to have to wait until next Christmas. So there's lots and lots of urgency factors. Or if it's like my business, again, I'll talk about this in a minute. But um, if I only sell my holiday inspired or Christmas products for like a three month window, people need to buy them in that window. Otherwise, they're going to have to wait until next year. And there's no guarantee they're going to be back next year. So this is the thing. There's a sense of urgency. So this is why it can be good for your business to create holiday inspired or festive or Christmas items. And again, I'm talking about Christmas here, but this is just generally. Um, so let's now talk about some of the cons. So those are the pros. Those are like why you would want to do it. Some of the cons though. So again, these are going to kind of almost be a little bit of the reverse, but the cons, there's only a limited time period that someone can use the product, wear the product, etc. Um, so for instance, like, f um, this could be like, they're gonna really only, especially if it's something they're gonna wear, they're only really gonna wear it probably at the start of, uh, sorry, end of November to like the beginning of January. I mean, January might even be pushing it. It might even be like 31st of Christmas gone. So obviously that needs to be factored into your product decisions. So the product itself, you know, it, um, so again, using Jacqueline as an example, hers are going to be um, able to be stored so that they can be used several, you know, multiple times every Christmas. My products, obviously, again, the thought comes into it in a sense that they're compostable, you know, recyclable, all these things, because again, they're not going to be on the shelf forever. So again, that needs to be factored into the product decisions. You, you can tell already this is quite difficult because obviously I have so many listers in that. So I can't make this specific to your business, but hopefully you'll get some ideas. So you need to think about the product itself, how that fits in with it. The price point. Again, if people are only going to be using this and this, this isn't a one size fits all. But if people are only going to be using it for like a month, the price point may need to indicate that unless it's something they can use year after year. And then again, if it's something they are going to be using year after year, the durability of the product, if it's going to get stored in someone's garage, loft, shed, obviously it needs to take in the weather accounts, you know, it needs to be, you know, durable so that it can come in and out the loft every year. Like these are things you've got to think about. So the product itself is really, really 
a key factor to think about because it is only used or available or will be used or worn or whatever it is in a limited time period next pro uh, sorry con you can't simply rely on seo or the more passive marketing strategies to sell these products okay not unless and again using jacqueline's as an example not unless you're selling products which are available all year round. So mine are only available within a short period of time. SEO is not gonna be something that's gonna be wow for that product. It's gonna need to have other factors. And like I say, I think a lot of people rely on SEO or the more passive marketing strategies to sell their product rather than building an audience. And this is a top tip right now. If you, if you are trying to sell products and you haven't got social media or you aren't in any way building an audience, you will find it hard. Yes, SEO is amazing. It is freaking amazing. I preach about it all the time, but that's one way to sell products that you know are in demand and are viable. So for instance, when we're talking about Christmas products, if they're only available for a short period, you can't rely on SEO and things like that because if you're adding the product in, let's say October, it's gonna take two, three months for the SEO to really work, in which case it's then December and you've stopped selling it. So if you're gonna be selling Christmas specific products or holiday inspired products, you've gotta have an active and engaged audience, social media, email list, whatever it is, these more active marketing strategies, which by the way, like I say, if you aren't doing, are just a fundamental business 101 for your business. Yes, use SEO and the more passive marketing strategies like Pinterest and that, but you have got to have an active and engaged audience as well. And we'll be talking more about this throughout the list. So it's going to, these products are going to need, because it's a more active marketing strategy, they are going to need um, more energy. You know, I think it's, I think that's something to really important about in business. And like I say, people don't really talk about the more active and passive marketing strategies and how they work in your business. And I'll talk more about this in the future, but you've some of some elements of your business will need your energy and some won't um and i this is i'm gonna get i'm gonna have a small rant here but i hate it when people say that handmade businesses or etsy shops are a passive form of income they are not yes there are elements that you can make passive such as the products like maybe you don't make them yourself or their digital downloads or you can use like i say more passive marketing techniques whether it's pinterest seo but ultimately you are the person running that business a customer messages you you have to respond to them within a timely fashion also running your business if you want it to be successful you have to be customer focused and you can only do that by actively being part of the business so I, I really hate it when people say that it's a passive form of income. It's not. An Etsy shop is not a passive form of income. It's an active form of income. Yes, you can make it more passive. And obviously I do this for my business and, um, you know, automation systems, uh, tools, all the rest of it. And that's very much what I'm all about, making it so that you're not spending 24 seven working on your business but it's not a passive form of income. It is an active form of income. So that's something to be aware of, especially if you're selling, getting back on topic, especially if you're selling Christmas um, specific products and holiday inspired products due to the short nature of time, 
you can't rely on those more passive marketing tactics. It's going to be the more active. So social media, email lists, you anywhere that you have an audience. So again, you've got to have an audience. You can't just sit back and rely on SEO, Pinterest, you name it. You've got to have an active, engaged audience, social media, email list, whatever it is. Okay. Rant over. <laughs> um, next con. Um, obviously, if you potentially go all in um, and don't have the way to sell them all, you can be left with a lot of leftover stock or unsellable stock. Um, this could obviously then be stuck in your house gathering dust for a few months. So you've always got to be thinking about, you know, are Christmas products right for me? Do I have the business to support it, etc., etc. And of course, the last kind of con is holiday inspired and Christmas specific products can look a little bit tacky if they're not done properly. You know, because of the short shelf life, let's say, and the limited time period, usually that means, again, people rush to do it. Or again, the price point means it's a lesser product. That doesn't mean to say it is. I mean, in my business, it, all the quality is exactly the same. Um, but because big businesses do it this way sometimes if it's not done right it can look look a little bit tacky so you've got to be aware of like the reputation and the perceived value as well which are all things i talk about so there's lots and lots of pros as to why you would do it and i've obviously discussed those and there's also cons so you've got to be aware of both and always think about how it fits into your business so that's a quick and simple overview of the pros and cons. So let's now talk about how to tell if holiday inspired or Christmas specific products are right for you and your business. Then if they are, how can you kind of back that up with knowing that they'll be commercially viable um, before, like I've said, you invest lots in stock and or time creating that stock without knowing if they're going to sell because that's really, really important. This is kind of like new product 101 we're talking about now. So the first question you're going to want to ask yourself is does creating Christmas inspired or Christmas specific holiday inspired products, does it fit with my branding? That's the question to ask yourself. Does it fit with my branding? Now, little reminder here, branding is not, I repeat, not just your logo, logo fonts, colors, designs, etc. etc. These are the tools in which you bring your branding to life, but branding or your brand is much more and is actually about your mission, what your overall message is, and what your brand values are as a business and personally. So, obviously, if you have a clear brand, if you've gone, Oh, yes, I have a brand, because so many people say they have a brand, they do not. <laughs> not going to do another rant, I promise. I think I have another podcast episode on that. Double check it. Um, so if you have a clear brand, if you know what your mission is, what your message is, what your values are, you'll know within your gut and within your brain, within your heart, wherever you else, you get those little flutters and intuition, let's say, you'll know whether creating seasonal products is right for you or not, whether it fits for you, whether it fits with your business, based on your mission, your message and your values. So obviously this then means if it's not right for you, you can avoid the comparisonitis based on everyone else creating them or the FOMO you're feeling from seeing other people create them. And instead you can 
you know, just park it and focus on what you need to focus on, which is obviously the other products that you sell and all the other things tied into your brand. If you are thinking, oh, maybe they do fit and maybe they would work, couple of questions to ask yourself to help really work out if it is or not is question number one are my audience interested in holiday specific items okay and question number two is how will they fit in with the other products that I sell so let me now kind of give you a bit of a case study um because this will help kind of explain where the branding comes in and how to know or how that helps inform you as to whether creating Christmas specific or holiday inspired um, items or products are right for you. So this is my case study. I'll exp help. It will help explain everything and tie everything nicely in a le neat little bow. So this is a little story from obviously my own product based business, Popcorn and Piggy which is all about selling guinea pig products, which I'm now going to going to call it my guinea pig, which it is basically everything I teach you is because I have used it within my own business, which happens to sell guinea pig products. And so my business is like the guinea pig for everything that I do. I just I had this realization in the shower this morning and I just wanted to share it. So I am the guinea pig for everything that I tell you. And of course, I work with lots of other people as well. So these aren't just a one business based thing. They are multiple. So let's talk about, like I say, this is my case study from my business. Kind of wrapping this episode in a nice little bow. In my first holiday season, Christmas season, which was 2018. These were obviously the questions that I gave you. Are my audiences interested in holiday specific items? How will they fit in with my other products? These were the questions that I asked myself. Um, so again, just a little reminder, my product-based business is all about helping guinea pig owners and lovers to spread the guinea pig in happiness, be happy themselves, and to make their guinea pigs happy. I'm all about spreading the happiness, if you haven't already worked it out. <laughs> so as I was already selling birthday cards and greetings cards, it was therefore kind of a, a kind of perfect fit, I guess, to add in Christmas cards. So again, are my audience interested in holiday specific items? Haven't answered this question yet, but how will Christmas specific items fit in with my other products? This is where that question is answered. So I was already selling birthday cards, greeting cards. So Christmas cards seemed a logical fit. Also, it fits in with my brand. But, and as I've mentioned already, I still had to be aware of the cons involved with selling seasonal items. And I was very aware of these. Um, and especially because, like I say, this was my first holiday season. So my business was brand new. It, it, by this point, it was probably only six or eight months old. And I was still getting to know what my audience liked, what they didn't like. So I couldn't definitively go, yeah, my audience like are interested in holiday specific items. And that might be where you are. So like I say, this is where my case study comes in. So in that first year when I couldn't definitively go, yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll be interested in that. Um, my first year was all there for about testing if holiday season or holiday inspired and Christmas specific products were a viable option or not for my business. So yes, they would fit with my business, but I wasn't sure if they were worth doing, if they were commercially viable. So what I did, and this is my, might be where you want to make some notes. <laughs> so what I did was I simply tweaked 
put my best-selling birthday card design into a festive Christmas design for a Christmas card. So I just changed, so the, on this design there's like four guinea pigs and they're obviously wearing like birthday hats, they have presents. I think one has like a birthday cake, one has a balloon, like it's obviously birthday themed. So what I did was I changed the guinea pigs hats, like the birthday hats, to more festive hats. So I think two have Santa hats, one has like an elf inspired hat and the other one has like reindeer antlers, which is so cute. Um, then obviously I took away all like the birthday props and in ch instead changed those to Christmas props. So there's like um, a Christmas tree, obviously like the presents, there's baubles, there's, um, what do you call them? Like the fern cones, they're not fern cones, they're called something else. But yeah, all like Christmassy, wintry inspired designs. Um, I obviously changed the white background then to festive colours. So there's like, I think I did red, blue and green or red green and then blue's my brand color so obviously I had to have like a bit of blue in it um and then obviously I changed the message so the, it no longer said happy birthday instead it said merry christmas um and then because it's me I can't just do one design um so I tweaked this these four guinea pigs if you like with the props and instead of one design although I created one design from all of those I then repurposed those four guinea pigs and props into like two other designs so in total I had three designs so I had three Christmas cards from a design that was already existing and I just tweaked you know easy right not much time money effort involved and I had a product and a design that I tweaked which I already knew was selling um, so it was a good one to kind of test the Christmas spe specific or holiday inspired idea of whether it would work or not. So what then happened? So I then launched obviously those three designs the, as a Christmas card to my audience. I think I did this in early October um, and I offered them for pre-order. So I still haven't made the product yet. What I've done is I've obviously created mock-ups. I've cre created, if you like, the Christmas card. Um, and then I've created like a mock-up. Um, obviously, I was already selling Christmas cards, so that's quite easy to do. Created a sales page. Like I already knew, obviously, all the all the details. So the like the weight, the size, et cetera, et cetera. And I created a sales page with examples, obviously, of what they would get, when they would get it, yada, yada, yada. So it's available for pre-order. So there was something tangible for people to see and, um, you know, read, see if it was something that they wanted to buy. Um, but I hadn't physically created the product yet. So I was still testing the idea, you know, no sweat off my back if no one bought it. Haven't invested. I've just invested kind of time and a little bit of money, you know, into. Um, so I work with an artist in terms of my designs. All the designs are my ideas, but I do. I can't draw to save my life. So I do ha work with an artist. I con I um, contract, if you like, an artist, commission an artist to create my ideas. Um, so I'd invested, obviously, her time and energy and money, my money into that. Um, but I hadn't really invested wholly. Like there was no actual physical product yet. So the pre-order was great. So I obviously concentrated on marketing the pre-order, making sure everyone was aware of it so that ultimately I could gauge the response from my audience. Like, was it something that people want, were interested in? Um, so obviously when that was all over, um, I evaluated obviously how the pre-orders had went and you can do this numerous different ways. Obviously the easiest way is sales. Um, and the pre-order had gone really, really well. I'd had a good number of sales, like enough to make it worth doing. 
Um, so I knew obviously there was interest and a need potentially because you don't just want interest like you, you want people to also need the products like me as a product creator I want people to enjoy them and stuff so I don't just want them to be like oh yeah that's great I, I, I want that next level so I want happy customers basically so that's what I got from pre from doing the pre-order it was a it from that from the doing the pre-order it made me aware that it was commercially viable so obviously then I created or more importantly because again the way I run my business I then bought the Christmas cards because I'm not I'm not going to make hundreds of Christmas cards in this house that is not what my time and energy is best spent on so I outsource those I get them printed from a high quality printer like everything you know go for that sort of thing and especially when you do pre-orders like you can because you know you've obviously got some money to help you invest in that and you know it's viable you can then do that sort of thing so obviously those then bought and um, bought all the pre-ordered number and then because I'd seen obviously there was interest and need I also bought a few more so that year in the end I actually I bought and sold all 180 Christmas cards so just from like a test product so like I say I wouldn't even necessarily call that like a proper product collection because it was just three Christmas cards from like a tweaked design um but you can see from having gone through that process of answering does it fit with my brand are my audience interested or oh, I'm not sure if they are so I'll set it up I'll do a pre-order I then sold 180 Christmas cards so obviously go back to the pros and cons for the Christmas holiday inspired that's why it's a good idea to do it and there's ways to reduce the cons etc etc um so that that was kind of my case study as to how I treated my first Christmas so obviously that like I say that was my example now I obviously created a specific Christmas product Christmas cards but not everything needs to be festive or new so in one of the ways that you think about creating holiday inspired or Christmas specific products, again, this is why I've kind of referred to it as both, because you don't have to create a Christmas specific product like a Christmas card. You could just do holiday inspired products. So you could create new products or you could cr simply create Chris Christmas specific products based on repackaging or repurposing items that you already sell. Okay, so for instance, here's a, here's a few examples that I've kind of worked out. You could create a Christmas Eve box using some of your products. I have a student who's doing this right now and she's seeing epic results. I love it so much. Um, you could also create like an advent calendar. So this is something that's really popular every year and um, more so for like the beauty industry, but it, it gets bigger and bigger every year with more businesses getting involved. But creating like a bit of an advent calendar with samples of your products. So especially if you're doing like soaps or some sort of like, like I say, like beauty inspired or something that's like usable. This is a really like candles. Who, what's the what's the candle company? Um, someone's gonna be screaming at me right now. There's a candle company, like the really really popular one. I can't think of it right now. And they do the same. Like they have the little um candles and they put like an advent calendar in it. I think that's wonderful. So you could do the same. Like I say, especially if you do like soaps or something. Again, if your normal size soaps are, let's say, I don't know, like two inches by three inches 
Well, if you're doing like a sample cat advent calendar, you could just cut that normal size product into like nine little ones and then make an advent calendar out of all the little ones. Like obviously not the same scent that like you're going to want to do different scents. But that would be great. Like every day you have a new bath with like a new soap or a bath bomb or whatever. Like, oh, amazing. Um, <laughs> went totally off on a tangent there. Um, or you could just simply combine together items that you sell and create like a gift bundle. Um, I think I, t I talked about this in my last podcast episode when I talked about like how to create a holiday sales and marketing plan. And um, this is a really good way to help gift buyers who obviously get decision fatigue and that. So that could be one thing that you do create like a bit of a um, like for me, I could do this for like the guinea pig owners Christmas gift bundle. And I could have, let's say, a T-shirt, a mug, maybe some stickers and obviously treats for the guinea pig. And I could just sell it as a bundle. So you can do this for your business. It doesn't like the products themselves don't have to be Christmas. It could just be like you say, you're helping the gift buyers for Christmas. Or, and this is my last example, you could just simply market your products for Christmas. So for instance, you could be marketing as part of your marketing campaign. It could be talking about the fact that your products fit really well as a stocking filler. So there's lots and lots of different ways for you can talk, you can kind of do christmas products or holiday inside inspired products without actually having to necessarily create new products if needed now obviously what is right for your business will depend on what you sell so i've included a few examples on there of like my business other ideas i've had but it will depend on what you sell what your brand is and how ultimately you want to run your business because that those are all really really important it's not it's something that a lot of people don't talk about and again i think that's because a lot of people think branding is something that it isn't it's not your logo your font your colors it's very much about your mission your message and your values so branding is one of my key like favorite things to talk about so yeah that's something to, if you want to talk about it hit me up um and obviously because of the nature of everyone's business is different this is this is why this episode's been a little bit tricky for me to do because I want to provide you help but I I can't go into detail and help you specifically in a podcast episode because there's so many of you listening with different businesses that I can't help you individually so this would be something if you want that individual attention and help and ideas and all the rest of it um you can jump on a coaching call with me and obviously that's something we can work together and help you create so obviously if that's of interest just message me on instagram um, and we can discuss that so in the meantime though you can obviously take what you've learned in this podcast episode and start by looking at which of your products sell well and think about potentially how you could adapt them just like i did into something holiday inspired or christmas specific without having to do too much work or again for you to test if therefore creating Christmas products is something that you want to add to your business so again you could just simply tweak the colors of a design make it more festive or maybe you add like a little Christmas detail like this again this would all depend on your business which obviously is really difficult for me to do in a podcast episode so so it's not it's so so important to not go all in okay and make loads and loads and loads of stock um without having tested like polled your polled your audience for a start so again you need an audience ask them if it's something they're interested in obviously test your ideas and um, see what works and then 
like I did, you know, pre-order or sell a few and you can always make more if needed. Like there's, there's always a way to make more, you know, you can always make more. So don't go all in, start out, make easy, plan a bit of like a risk-free kind of movement. Um, and this is just good in business, really just good in business um, because you never want to be left with lots of unsold stock and this is Christmas specific or otherwise this is just a good business lesson right now obviously this has been Christmas specific and holiday but the the main message here is like create a brand um have an audience build an audience build a business that is is relating to your brand and ties in with your brand and then just be sensible and smart as to how you run your business that's kind of like the overall message from this podcast episode so on that note, this is actually a great place to end this week's podcast episode. So just a reminder before you leave, if you haven't already started planning and preparing for your Christmas holiday season, because like I say, everyone else is on Instagram right now releasing Christmas products. If you've been watching my YouTube channel, you will see I am in the thick of preparing for my own. Um, then obviously, if you haven't, I strongly advise you to do so, okay? I definitely don't want you to miss out on the sales that you can make during the holiday season because for the majority of us, this is where we make our major sales. Um, as well as also to achieve those major sales, I also don't want you to get super stressed, burn out, not enjoy Christmas when it comes because I've been there. So in order to not get like that, you have to have a plan, okay? You have to have a plan. So, like I say, if you need help creating a holiday sales and marketing plan, then I invite you to check out my Christmas sales success course, which literally walks you through how to create your own holiday sales and marketing plan, whether it's your first year in business or you're well seasoned. Maybe this will be the year you actually create a plan rather than going, ah, running around like a headless chicken. Please, if it is one thing that you take away from my progress, please plan you will thank me for it in the long run. And like I say, everything within my Christmas sales success course is the exact process that I use every year to avoid stress and burnout within my own holiday season where I make huge sales. And again, I've got a whole podcast episode of what you can hear I did last year and this year will no doubt be the same, if not better. So obviously, like I say, <laughs> my guinea pig, business is my guinea pig for everything that I do. So this is not just a thrown together plan. This is literally something I use every year. So I've done it, made it into a course so that you can do the same. So again, all the links will be in the show notes. If you want to check that out, it's there and available for you. And it's also a really good price. <laughs> so you can check that out. So that has been all for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider sharing it on your social media with your small business friends or leave a review within your podcast listening app. Obviously, this helps me know which episodes you enjoy the most so that I can keep creating more of them for you. That's been all for this week's episode. I'll see you again next Sunday for another one. Until then, bye and have a great planning time. <laughs>